0: welcome back to the coffee hour i'm andy bates it's flying solo today sarah is off with uh, with the nieces and nephews playing auntie and uncle camp this week and gearing up for the lcms national youth gathering we'll be heading to that next week as well and uh, independence day this week also. Um, But it is uh, still a great week because we have lots of good things to to cover. And uh, so very excited to share with you how uh, technology is, is, particularly smart home technology, making a difference for individuals with disabilities. Joining me today, Barb Silverthorne. She's a technologist with Bethesda Lutheran Communities. Barb, thanks so much for being my guest.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Barb, what does a technologist do uh, with Bethesda Lutheran Communities? What, are, what do you get to do as a technologist when serving?
1: Um, it's an exciting time. I get to explore new technology and try and identify ways that it can support the people we serve in St. Louis and in other areas um, where Bethesda has offers services. Um, And identify ways that we can help the people we serve be more independent, um, be more involved in their community, and just help them be all that they can be in ways that they never envisioned before. Um, And it allows me to learn new things and really see um, the people light up when they see that they can do something they never thought possible. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, speaking of smart home technology, no pun intended there. Light up. Uh, we, uh, and Let's dig let's into that. What is smart home technology? I think I have an idea of what smart home technology is and what I use in my home and voice activation and things like that, but what are we talking about here? Uh, lots of people are using smart home technology, and we hear this as a buzz phrase today. What is smart home technology?
1: Right, and to a lot of people, it is those voice-activated devices, so your Alexas and your Google and your Apple Home types of things. Um, And so I have some of that in my home, and I'm sure lots of your listeners do as well. Um, And so it might be that. It might be your your smart plugs that can activate a fan or a light. It could be your smart bulbs, and you can do that with mood lighting. That would be your entertainment center. Um, It could be um, your um, video doorbells. It could be your smart locks that you can use with your Airbnb, um, but you can have uses for that at your home that can allow people to, you know, drop packages in your foyer or something like that. It could be your smart thermostats that can allow you to adjust your thermostats when you're away or your vacation home. Um, it can be, and you could think of it as being something like your, um, you know, your uh, air, your your um, cooking devices. You know, your. Um, air fryers and, and different things like that, too. So all different types of things. Your smart um, smoke detectors and carbon monoxide detectors, leak detectors, all sorts of different things. And you can use them to really expand the independence of um, not just people with uh, disabilities, um, but also your senior population. So they can really be used not just for everyday individuals, but really for people with disabilities, your senior population, they can really um, promote how they can live and stay in their home longer um, and do things that maybe they hadn't realized that they could do
0: absolutely i I have smart home technology in my home I love it and uh you know in in our home, the general rule of thumb is we we only adopt new smart home technology when it uh, comes from a gift card or like reward points from something and that's how <laughs> we add it so i uh, ironically you know smart home technology that requires me not to move as much actually comes from points earned from uh, wellness plans where I'm actually moving to earn those points. So it's kind of a little bit of irony there. Uh, so much so that yes. I've forgotten how to actually turn off a real light switch. So uh, what types of uh, technology um, are are being invested in? Uh, you know, how is Bethesda making an investment in technology that that provides these opportunities for people who are, are supported by Bethesda?
1: Well, we're starting slow and we're starting strategically. So we really wanted to make sure that what we're doing, um, is person-centered. It, it meets the needs of the people that we serve. And so in St. Louis in particular, um, the the individuals that we serve there, um, they are a very um, able-bodied population, and so we wanted to to meet their needs. And so they were really interested in kind of enhancing their ownership of their day-to-day activities. So they're using Alexa devices in the home, and they have different Alexa devices. So they have not just the simple dots in their bedroom controlling their lights and things, but they actually have the Echo Show in the kitchen, and they love being able to have that calendar device where they can set the appointments for all the individuals in the home. They can do the reminder devices. Um, They can actually do the um, adding... Um, items to the grocery list for the home so they can keep the grocery list for all the individuals in the home. They can actually do some online shopping and they can check their prices. They can go and they can check for healthy recipes and they can look at those recipes and they can add those um, items to the grocery list. Um, And so they really get engaged by that type of video display and taking ownership of um, the home as a whole, all of the individuals in it. Um, So the same type of thing that you would do as as any family. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... It's an ownership, it's an inclusiveness, it's embracing the technology and what it can do for them as a family.
0: Absolutely, and it's it's relatively easy to, to use and to learn, so much so that uh, when we first started using our device, I think our son was around three years old, and um, you were talking about making a grocery list on your Alexa device. Uh, our son figured it out quickly and started adding things to the shopping list. <laughs> um, uh, unbeknownst to us, we'd get we'd get to the, yes. the grocery store and look at the shopping list, and there are all kinds of interesting things on there that I wouldn't have put on the shopping <laughs> list. <laughs> that yes. he figured out how to add to the shopping list very subtly. <laughs> It 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 is really neat technology that you know to be able to do that uh, voice activated and to keep it all in one place. You know, one of the the uh, just the simplest thing like a timer that we use in our house. You can set a timer just you know through voice control. I never realized how much we rely on timers.
1: And it's nice to do that when you can have multiple timers going when you're cooking. They yes. like to control the timers when they're doing their exercise and different types of habits that way. And, of course, they love doing everything to music. And so they can, you know, they can have their alarm or they wake to music and other types of things. So things that you might do on a phone, um, they can do that with their Alexa devices and other types of things there, too. And if they have some staffing supports, the nice thing there is they can have that continuity with respect to staff. So there can be reminders that are set. And so when a new staff person comes in, there's still that, you know, continuity of reminders. So as the staffing changes, mm-hmm. they still see something that another staff person could have set. And you don't have to worry about post-its that are left around the house. There's, there's a little bit more of that continuity of care.
0: It, it really is helpful for keeping everyone organized. That's great. Right. Well, we've, we've talked a lot about Alexa, and there is one more skill on Alexa that we haven't talked about yet, but I want to point out you can listen to the Coffee Hour and KFUO on your Alexa device and other uh, smart speakers like that as well. So now yes, all, all the... you can
1: do that on other favorite podcasts, exactly. That's yeah.
0: right. So all our Bethesda friends can listen to the Coffee Hour and KFUO on their Alexa device. Now, we've Perfect. talked a lot exactly. about Alexa and smart speakers. What are some other types of technology that are being being used in Bethesda communities?
1: So a lot of them um, like the, the various lighting options. Um, so it can be used, um, some of them use the, the the smart bulbs, so they can do some dimming if they need to, if they have to administer uh, medications and the harsh lighting is difficult. And, you know, if you have to go up and do that in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. um, if they need assistance um, when, the, when a staff person is coming and doing um, some uh, assistance with someone who needs Um, you know, to be in a wheelchair whatever when they walk into the home. They can have some assistance that way so they have the hands free and they can do the light on um, without having to to use a light switch. Um, The other piece that we're using is with the iPads. So certainly you can control lighting and other things there with the touch as well as with voice. Um, But we're using the iPads to do some other type of verbal prompting and things. So we can actually do some um, uh, behavioral consultation remotely. So you can kind of use that. Teledoc type of feature, um, and we can use that with certified behavioral analysts um, for not just in St. Louis but in other homes as well. And so you can do that that type of care delivery um, with smart technology as well, all you know, privacy protected and things of that nature.
0: Mm-hmm. But you're so basically you're able to have face to face conversations. Is that what you're saying using mm-hmm. this technology? Yeah,
1: and you can use that to develop skills. So mm-hmm. If you think of i an individual who, you know, is cooking or other types of things. So you can have staff support that is remote and you can do, you know, kind of a drop-in type of visual prompting as they're working through the cooking. They're like, Oh, I got to this step and I need some help. So you can have someone do a vi- you know, kind of a video chat like a FaceTime type of chat and they can walk them through that next step where they need some assistance. So we can do that and you can kind of get someone comfortable, um, but you don't have to have, you know, staffing support to get them through that. So they're independent in their community Uh, But they're doing that cooking and getting to do that by themselves. Um, So you have a little bit of support, um, but you don't have to have someone right there with them. So again, it's that independence that's enabled by technology. So it could be medical support. mm -hmm. It could be the prompting for skill building.
0: So we've talked about how, um, how... Uh, members of the community have been, those who are served by Bethesda use the technology. How about staff? How are staff um, helped by technology such as this?
1: It's interesting that the staff actually love it. Um, When we did some initial assessments, then I did the training. I I worked a lot with the training, the individuals, um, and then the individuals actually did some training of the staff. So it was kind of neat to see that role role reversal. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the staff got comfortable. um, And then the staff started thinking of different ways that they could do that. Um, and then in some of the homes where they have night staff, um, the technology was actually very supportive in giving them reminders throughout the evening to help them stay engaged with what needed to be done during the evening to keep them on task and make sure that they had um, you know, good use of their time. Um, and then throughout the day, those reminders helped free up Um, kind of maximize their efficiency so that they could stay engaged. I mean, obviously, they could do their weather and other inquiries to make sure that they were maximizing their time with the people we support. Um, And then, you know, just kind of stay focused on, okay, I have to remember to do this task with this person at this point in time, get them to that appointment, um, to stay on task, stay engaged, and just maximize their efficiency throughout the day, whether it be nightly tasks or daytime tasks, and just keep everyone moving smoothly. Um, throughout the day. But the staff love it. They use it for slightly different reasons than the people we support do, but they're all engaged using the same thing, and they encourage each other to use it.
0: We are just about out of time. How can we learn more about Bethesda and uh, things like this, the new technology and and other things that are going on with Bethesda Lutheran communities?
1: Um, There's information on our website at Bethesdalc.org, and there are story headlines and stuff up there on our website as well. Um, Jeff Dardis is our go-to person in terms of um, other information, and he can be our contact uh, in terms of sharing other information. Um, and, but our website is probably our best means of getting information out there. We continue to do new pilots and share other information. We are rolling out new technology and trying to get um, matching that technology to the people and the needs. Everything is person-centered, trying to match their goals with the technology to make sure that it's a right match.
0: My guest today, Barb Silverthorne, technologist with Bethesda Lutheran Communities, Bethesdalc.org. Thanks so much, Barb, for being my guest on The Coffee Hour.
1: Great. Thanks very much, Andy. Wow, wow. Wow,
0: wow, wow, wow.